Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm happy that you're back with me for another fun episode. It is that time of year where lots of folks are going on spring vacations and planning summer ones, which means I've been getting a bunch of emails and messages from my Fat Loss Fast Track clients and from listeners who are feeling stressed, or worse, about their upcoming vacations. Some people feel like it's either they have to have a good time or not have a good time in favor of making good choices. Some people feel like it's a punishment to go on vacation and stay focused on their goals. Most people don't realize that, number one, it's not all or nothing. It's not either a free-for-all or you're a purist. And number two, most people don't realize, don't think about that they're not really enjoying it most when it is a free-for-all. For most people, when they are eating what they want, when they want, which we tell ourselves is so much fun and so great and letting loose, but the reality is that for most of us, when we do that, we don't feel that great. We're more self-conscious. We have less energy. And on top of that, we use up a whole lot of mental and emotional energy thinking about and justifying or regretting food choices instead of enjoying vacation. So what I want everybody to start with when thinking about their vacation is what you want and why. What you want and why. And I'm going to tell you why that is so important. I got an email from a client of mine and he reached out because he's kind of having a little bit of a hard time. He's been working on improving his choices. He's been losing weight. And then I get this email all of a sudden that says, I feel like I'm done. Why continue? Can I just be done now and go back to the quote, good times? So then he continues and he shares with me something um, that he has been thinking about in terms of why he's in this funk that he's in. Because he doesn't want to stay in the funk. Nobody wants to stay in a funk. And he has this upcoming vacation. And he says everybody's texting about what they're going to bring to enjoy, snacks, food all day, every day. And I feel like I'll be the designated driver at a party. If this is my new self, then I hate the thought of this future. Just put me down now. A new body and new clothes don't make this future less miserable. Okay, so I want to break this down from the very start where it says, why continue, right? And this isn't just about this particular client. I know a lot of people feel this like, oh my God, this is no fun. Why bother? Life's short. Why continue? No, really. Why continue? 
Why pursue a path towards health? What's in it for you? Why do you want to change? Why did you initiate this to begin with? For most people, it's because they weren't happy, right? So then we say, oh, well, why bother? Because if this is what it is, then I won't be happy like this. You weren't happy before either, right? And when I say, what do you want? Why continue? What's in it for you? I am not talking about losing weight, all right? Yes, most of us want to lose weight, but that is not the answer we are pursuing here. That answer is not allowed in this case. When you have those thoughts, why continue? Why bother? What's in it for you? What do you get if you lose the weight? Why does that matter to you? Why are you doing it? Secondly, what is it that you love about vacation? Is it the food all day, every day? that the email suggests. If it is, own it and eat all day every day. I mean, really, if that is what makes your vacation so special, ain't nobody stopping you but you, so go do it. It's not like you're going to be there for the rest of your life, right? I'm not advocating that, but you've got to look at what makes you feel your best. I know for most people, that doesn't make them feel their best. They sort of feel like, ugh, why did I do that? It wasn't even worth it. I wasn't even paying attention. We were out there on the beach and my hand just kept going for the chips and like I wasn't even paying attention to them, right? So what is it that you love about vacation? What is it that you want to experience on that vacation? Because you can eat all day every day at home. You can indulge in food and alcohol at home. So what is it that makes the vacation special. It goes back to what I focused on a few episodes ago. What if enjoying the beach with your friends or your family was what you focused on? The fun things that you want to do with them, being able to unplug and unwind and chill out and go to bed not feeling stuffed and like maybe you overdid it a little bit. What indulgences are super worth it? For me, I think about things I can't get when I'm at home. If I'm in a special city that is known for its XYZ, then maybe I want to do that. But that doesn't mean I need to drink grocery store beer on the beach. Like for me, that's not special. But if it's special for you, do it. I mean, nobody's stopping you but you, right? I remember uh, when I was a kid and most of you guys know my history. If you haven't listened to the episode with my mom, I actually re-listened to it the other day. Whew, that was heavy. Got a little sad about it. But anyway, most of you know that in my household growing up, because I was an overweight kid in a thin home, food was kind of seen as a bad thing and indulgences were really, really bad. And my food was always tightly monitored. And it was a crazy special occasion if I was allowed to have ice cream, for example. So this one year we were on a family vacation. My recollection is that my mom and I went out for lunch, but I doubt that's true because I can't see a case in which the whole family wouldn't go. So the whole family was probably there, but I remember me and my mom. We went out for lunch and the whole family or me and my mom, whoever was really there in my memory, maybe I'm making it all up. I don't know. What I remember is my mom and I had ice cream sundaes for lunch. Which might not seem like a big deal, but for me, it was a massive deal. It was so out of step with like the normal way. I mean, it was like lunch, every meal was drama and what are you going to eat and how much are you going to eat? No, you can't have that. No, you can't have seconds and no, you can't have dessert. So this was so out of the ordinary 
not just to have ice cream, but then to have it be a meal. And then not just you can have one scoop of vanilla, but like a legit sundae. That felt so special and vacation-esque. So nowadays, as an adult, I'd totally be open to that. Generally, whenever I have the opportunity, it doesn't appeal to me because I know I'd need a nap and probably a shot of insulin if I had a huge Sunday. But something like that felt very special and vacation-esque. But chips on the beer, on um, chips on the beer, chips on the beer, that wouldn't be very good. But chips on the beach or average beer that you can have anywhere or sickeningly sweet cocktails that don't even have that much booze and are totally overpriced, that doesn't do it for me. What does do it? For you. And if it's that, fine, do it. Don't create all this drama about it and be like, oh, why bother? I'm going to give up on my life, like not on life literally, but like the pursuit of health. If what you really want is available to you and you feel good about having it, have it. Just don't be dramatic about it, right? What would make your vacation awesome for you? For most people, They're not going to feel awesome about a vacation where they eat and drink whatever they want. They're going to feel disappointed in that. And they're going to be lower energy, less motivated, less confident on that vacation. But the point here is like stop the drama, stop agonizing and identify what you really want and why and then do it, right? Nobody said you had to pursue health other than you. Nobody said you had to lose weight other than you. And on top of that, Vacation is vacation. It's not the rest of your life. So suspend judgment, evaluate what you want, and then do it, right? I'll tell you from my own personal experience, when I am on vacation, there is absolutely the temptation to say, live a little, enjoy the special stuff, have this, have that. But most of the things that I'm considering, when I ask myself, is it really worth it? Is that really what you want? Like, will you feel like, oh, yeah, that was worth it? It's like, "Mm, no. (laughs) I'm talking about everybody's having, you know, tortilla chips and guacamole and beer. Is is that really worth it for me? Am I going to be like, oh, I'm so glad I did that? Well, so I can pass on it. But it requires that you have that perspective. If you go straight to Dramaville and stay there, then everything is going to seem like it's not fair and you are missing out. I've been on so many vacations where I've eaten whatever I want, whenever I want, as much as I want, drank whatever I want, as much as I want. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel confident in my body. When I had overdone it, I just didn't really feel comfortable going out and doing things. I just kind of wanted to lay there because I felt meh, you know. And on top of that, not only did it physically impact me that way, emotionally it did. I am not as happy and energetic and joyful when I'm not making good choices as I am when I am. So I've been there. I've done that. And on the flip side, I've now been on plenty of vacations where I'm not a purist. I prioritize a short workout. I eat well. I plan for a couple of really special indulgences that I can look forward to that make it easier to say, no thanks, to the beer, to the average margarita or the chips and salsa or the cookies or whatever it is because I know I have this special thing coming up. And you know what? On those vacations, I felt really great, energetic, more adventurous, more confident, right? So I'm not arguing that you should make the case for yourself to be a purist, although if that's what makes you feel your best, do that too. I just know that for myself and for most other people, you don't have the best time when you're constantly overindulging. 
So here is a snippet of another email I got from a client right in the same week. She actually sent this while she was on vacation. And we had emailed a little bit beforehand about the trip and how she was excited to rock a swimsuit for the first time in a long time because her body has changed so much over the last several months. We talked a little bit about strategy. She wanted to know some tips for not just checking out and saying, ah, who cares? I'll deal with it later. We talked about what kinds of choices would be an improvement for her that would really help her feel proud day to day, but also after vacation was over, and anchoring herself every morning via her journal with what she really wants most and why it's important and what choices she could make on that given day to make the day a great day. So then I get this email from her, and I'm jumping into a little bit, skipping around, And she says, I'm on a cruise with the person I love most. How awesome is that? And yet I start to feel sorry for myself because I'm working hard at not eating and drinking all of the endless foods and unlimited umbrella drinks walking by me. Kind of ashamed that I would let that interfere with how fortunate I am. Right? Here's what I said more or less. You're being crazy. <laughs> now, I can <laughs> I can say that to her because I have a long-standing relationship with her and I know she needed to hear that. I knew she wanted me to give her that kind of a message. I said, "You're being crazy. You made a choice ahead of time not to eat and drink all the things because you didn't want to eat and drink all the things, not because somebody told you you couldn't, not because you're in a contest about who can be the biggest martyr." Because you made that choice. Because you feel better when you don't. Because you're over the moon proud of how far you've come and how good you feel when you make great choices. You didn't decide not to overindulge and drink all the umbrella drinks because you're punishing yourself. So don't act like that. Revisit why it is that you wanted to have a plan for that trip. Revisit why it's important for you to not eat and drink all the things. And it's not just about the size of your pants. How you feel. Get back to that. How you want to feel. How much better you feel when you're making those great choices. And how you don't feel so great when you're making not so great choices. And I'm pretty sure I told her, no, I'm 100% sure that I told her she was being a pouty little kid. I might have used the word brat because really she can eat and drink whatever she wants, whenever she wants, as much as she wants on vacation or not on vacation. There was logic tied to her choices. But when she's in this emotional funk, she's not thinking about the logic. She's just thinking about the emotion, right? She could go on a bender if she wants to. Nobody's stopping her. If she's choosing not to, there is a darn good reason. And every moment of this sucks and it's so hard is ignoring that reason. And on top of that, missing out on enjoying the freaking vacation, right? Focus on what you want instead of on what you're missing out on. Don't get caught up in the emotion and forego the logic. And don't convince yourself that it's all or nothing because it's not. What would be an improvement for you? What indulgences are worth it? Which ones aren't? Go for what's worth it and leave what's not. And lastly, for the love of Mike, don't waste one ounce of your vacation 
on freaking out over food. Be present. Don't sacrifice your good attitude and gratitude over food of all things. No matter what choice you make, you've got another one coming right up after it and you can do with that whatever you want. You are not chained to your choices, good or bad. And every moment, every hour, every day is a blank slate. So let's all agree more than anything to keep our attitudes in check when we have the good fortune to go on vacation. Because if you're fortunate enough to get away, gratitude should be the name of your game. Not food obsession, not whining about how it's such a burden to take good care of yourself. Oh my. Gratitude and enjoyment. 10-4, everybody on the same page? I sure hope so. One last thing I'd love to be on the same page about, if I may. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would take 60 seconds. That's it. I bet you could do it in 45 because you're an overachiever to leave a rating and review of this podcast in iTunes because as much as I'd like to ask nothing of you, they really do make a difference. To everybody who already has, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't, it would mean a lot to me. The instructions on how to do it are linked up in the show notes page over on primalpotential.com. Um, And that would just really help me out. It would mean a lot. So if you have a few minutes or less than that to get that done, thank you in advance and enjoy your vacations and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.